Hello ladies and gents, you with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama this year for Super Coach Purposes, and that's round one in the books. What a round to start our year in Supercoach NRL. And we probably all panicked. We probably all wanted to break our phones and TVs at times, watching the games and looking at our Supercoach scores. But look, you know, I think this week, you know, 900 is, is probably about a par score. You haven't done as bad as you think. And if you've got a 750, you're not that far off the pace. And remember, we've got so much of the year to go. You know, um, I know that it's going to be very tempting for people to go and use all three trays this week and cash in one of their trade boosts. But all I'll say to you guys is to stay calm. You know, people are like want to put Lolo to the sword and he, he finished with something like 50s. <laughs> You know, and, and had a point per minute of over one. His second stint was quite good. Um, you know, and he's 480k. I think he's only going to get better. It was a very humid game. Don't panic, guys. You know, if if you don't need to make changes, don't make them. You know, the price changes aren't going to happen for another week, so you can have a look at them this week. And, you know, if you've got to make a trade for injuries, obviously Brandon Smith, um, you know, you might have to make a trade there. Or if, if we get the news back that Sean Russell's out for a long period of time, fair enough. You know, use a trade if you've got to make them. Or if you made an absolute huge error. I mean, if you were someone that didn't go with Haas, for instance, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. Go make a trade and get Haas in. Um, but don't panic. Don't panic trade. You know, think of what is actually... You know, a mistake in your team, a proper mistake, you know, because it's not essential that you make the trade straight away. And we do know that this year is going to be disrupted. So if you can conserve trades and there wasn't anything too poor in there, just give it another week and wait and see. Um, I'm going to look at the games. I'm going to look at something from the game that was good, bad and ugly. Um, and we'll have a guest on the show. Jake from the Supercoach Experience is going to speak a little bit of calm into the situation and saying, don't panic trade. We're going to go through some questions from viewers and we're going to throw some names at him of players and whether he likes them, thumbs up, thumbs down, um, you know, on those players. He'll also make the trades for Kim, who had an absolute, that's my girlfriend, she um, can win a month of 30-minute massages off me if she beats me overall this year. Um, she's not off to a great start, I'll tell you. She didn't get the news that TPJ was out. She's blaming me. We were setting up a clinic, so I didn't even get the news that TPJ was out. So she's had a rubbish start to the year. So Jake's going to have his work cut out for him because all my guests on my show are going to make her trades for her each week. So it's up to them to get her the win and get this month of 30-minute massages. But we'll get to that later on when we talk to Jake from the Supercoach Experience. Um, Look, Penrith Panthers versus the Manly Seagulls, it was, you know, ooh, those Penrith Panthers, even without Cleary, they look like the team to beat again this year. Um, look, I think the Chooks will improve, obviously, but I still think that the Penrith Panthers are going to be there at the pointy end of the season. Um, the good for me from this game was Isaac Targo. You know, highly touted um, prospect for us, super coach-wise. He's got that handy dual center wing, second row forward, 58% uh, owned, finished with a 71. Some people didn't play in their team. And I've just everything I've seen from the lad he looks a super coach prospect, and I'm quite confident to play him in my team every week. Um, very, very good. Um, the bad. Um, look, you know, people who went the old um, expensive center wing, you know, To'o or Garrick, unfortunately didn't come off for you this week. Now, look, it's not the worst reading for To'o. 11.6% of people uh, went with To'o, the premium option to start, I think, in center wing. He updated to 48, which is not the worst, but it's not 
an 80, 90, 100, you know, what we kind of expect from Toho, especially in a game that they flogged him pretty much. I know there was that try, you know, that was called back. So he would have finished up, up in a good enough score, I think, if that had come off. Um, Garrick, on the other hand, 8.8% went him, um, 31 I don't know, I thought he was a bit overpriced to start the year and I, I certainly wouldn't have been confident starting him against the Penrith Panthers. Uh, the ugly, 11.1% of people went Saab. Wow, completely surprises me. Um, I, I don't know if I would be playing him at all against um, Penrith Panthers. Sure, if you wanted to have him as a fifth center wing and you could play him on matchups, but wow. 17 points. That's what you're going to get from him against the good teams. Um, look, Turbo, I thought it was ugly, but it's only ugly to me when I think about it in the sense of how much he costs. 62. We always thought that it was going to be a tough matchup for him, and he averages 70-something, I think, against this opponent. So it's not actually really ugly. And when we see, you know, the other cap, the highest captain, in Teddy being a 30 scorer, um, you know, it's not so bad. Um, moving on to the next game, the Canberra Raiders got over the top of the Cronulla Sharks, won me 20 bucks against Jake because um, we had a bet on the game. Um, look, the good is Schneider for me, 39.1%. Um, um, cheap as chips and he scored 45 it's not anything to write home about but look let's be honest you know he's he's made a reasonable enough score to kickstart the pay rises and he he passed the eye test for me i watched him in the juniors i think he's got a pretty super coach friendly game and i think he'll get better as the year goes on um another good for me is going to be heinz 18 percent of the people out there took the punt on heinz sure he moved clubs um sure he moved positions um and it's not a hundred, is it? But if you were someone who, you know, was a Cleary owner that had to go down, you could have gone Hines, you could have gone Sam Walker, you could have gone Moses, you could have gone Hughes. You know, some of us it worked out for, um, and some of us it didn't. And Hines was one of the ones that worked out because it was a 72, which is a pretty good start in a losing team for me. Um, the bad, Nakora, 5.2%. He scored 36. Now, that's not a horrible single-digit score, but watching those two halves camped on the left side of the field was like a dagger to my heart because I'm a Nikora owner. Um, I loved what I've seen from him in the All-Stars game and the trials, and I was licking my lips that there was going to be a huge attack for him in there, but then the halves go stand on the left side of the field the whole game. Oh, no good. And then when they came back to the right, Nikora was just running a decoy. No good. Look, Nikora, if I could find a few extra dollars, I could go up to a current, you know, but um, I think it might have been a mistake, maybe. You know, he did, does rely on an attacking stat, uh, stats, which I knew, um, but I just thought there might have been some there. Um, any other uglies in there? Not really for me. I mean, um, Schiller, you know, probably 33.7% surprises me. People obviously went with him because of the price. Scored a 26. Um, look, Sebastian Chris, I think, is going to be back this week. And we know that Rapana's not far behind. So I don't know if he's got any job security. I don't even think you'll get one price rise out of him. So I don't know why 33% of the people went with him. Uh, On to the Brisbane Broncos versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Look, this is actually the story of the round, I think. Teams like the Rabbitohs, the Chooks, and Manly looked a little underdone think they didn't really go in hard with first graders in the trial they looked a little bit slow and unfit and i'm sure they'll all get better obviously we know with south they're going to get latrell back as well next week um but they got done by the broncos you know the broncos look pretty good out there the good um has 
54.6% owned, and a 91. He's an absolute bloody animal. Now, look, to temper it, you know, I don't think he's going to get all of those minutes consistently every game, but he looks outstanding. He looks head and shoulders the best option you can have um, in the prop position. So, you know, if you haven't got him, I give you a, uh, my tick of approval to, to bring him into your team. Um, look, on the good as well, let's mention Harrow. 20.4% finish with a 62. Um, you know, if you're marrying him off to other players in that sort of price point, Tuppany, he's 9.3% owned, finish with a 60. Arrow, finish with a 62. Um, it's a good score. You know, I think for 450, that's a pretty good pair, you know, if you've got a Hass in the front row, Arrow. Um, the Ugly, um, I'm going to say Ilias, 64.7%. Huge ownership. Is he the highest owned player? Um, 28 points. He just doesn't look super coach friendly. You know, the difference between sort of him and Schneider, that's the thing. I think that Schneider looks a little bit more super coach friendly. Look, let's just wait and see. Because we've got Latrell back next week. That should help South. They're just going to have a, a huge X factor back on the field. A confidence you know, player as well. Hopefully, you know, Ilias warms into his role in the team. And, you know, kicks on. Becomes a good cheapie. Um, anything else in there? Um, ugly? Yeah, probably. Um, Stags, 40.2%. Finish with a 23. Now, that'll really hurt. It's such high ownership to get such a poor score out of. Um, and in the case of me, I had to play bloody Ilias as well, didn't I? Because I'm a monster owner. But look, it, it didn't you know, equate to a good score, even though there were lots of opportunities out there for Cobo and for Stags. Cobo finished up a, a pretty good score, so he's not going to find his way into my ugly 43 he finished on. But it didn't land in a good super coach score for Stags. And there's going to be these games where... It's either, you know, a good score um, for him or a what if. We got a what if this time. If, if one of those passes landed or if that happened, you know, he would have finished on a good score. But, you know, there's no arguing it. You know, 23 points, you know, is an ugly score. We'll chuck in ugly as well. Cody Walker, 9.1%. Look disinterested out there. Hopefully, Littrell helps this team. Um, he finished with a 27. Ugly. Most expensive 5.8 you can have. Some people had the plan of, you know, going a Cody for week one just to cash in on that awesome score he'd get against the Broncos and then go down to Munster, you know, next round. Well, I'd be doing that, <laughs> probably. I mean, you know, in philosophy, I don't believe in trading a gun for a gun, but some people who have that plan of a strategy of trading, you know, to, to utilize the scores, well, it didn't work out for you in round one, but I don't think that should deter you from your plan, you know. Um, all right, on to the next game, the Roosters versus Newcastle. Wow, the Roosters looked very underdone. And some weird sort of, I mean, you know, like Sam Walker in the six and Luke, Luke Keery in the seven. I don't get it, you know, personally, but I'm not a super coach like Robbo. And maybe they haven't played much, you know, anything together, so they'll probably get used to it. But it looked a little bit short of a gallop, the old Roosters. Um, Teddy, my captain... 30 points, you know, really disappointing. But let's go through it. They got rolled by the Knights. Um, the good. Um, look, I'm going to say Randall, 58%. He scored 50, 47 points. You know, it's not anything to write home about, but it's basically what we knew he was going to do. He's a tackle bot. It'll be 40 to 60, depending on how many tackles he makes. Um, and we needed him to do a job while we waited for Harry Grant. If you were like me, I have, have, a, have a Harry Grant on your bench. And then, look, it's serviceable. Um, the bad, 
Um, there's a lot of bad in there. Let's just go through them. Teddy, 39.1% for 30 points. I, he's 25.2% captained, and I was one of them. Um, Kiri, 26.3% for a 28. I was off Kiri. He's too much of a yo-yo, and, you know, maybe he gets better as the year goes on, but that was poor reading in round one. Billy Smith went off with an injury, 17.9%. I played him, 15 points. Um... Where else? Sam Walker, 12.1%. I was also one of those owners. 23 points. Looked They looked terrible. You know, they were absolutely bloody terrible. Um, you know, Ponga, 7.6. You know, landed on 46 points. You know, he's not an elite fullback anymore. Ponga, I don't think. Um, moving on um, to... Oh, did I... Yeah, there, there was no real bad... They were, they were all ugly, weren't they? I'm moving on to St. George versus New Zealand. Um, the good Rabalawa. <laughs> Three tries. Yeah, I think he's better than Sivo. 119 points or whatever he got. Um, the good Curran played big minutes. Finished on 81 super coach points. The good um, Katoa played big minutes and finished on 76 for 300 and something K. Um, all three of those guys, big, big, big scores. Um, look, the bad for me um, in that team, I'll have to say um, Amon, 44.4%, 23 points. It's Ilias and Amon, you know, that just don't look like it's super coach. You know, it doesn't equate to super coach, unfortunately. At this stage, it could get better. Look, I watched him in the charity shield and I thought his attack looked pretty good and it was only 40s, you know, so... It's the jury's out, I think, on Amon and 280k. We picked him in our center wing probably because you know he was handy, you know, for price. But uh, he's got a tough run of games coming up and it didn't look great out there to me. Um, look, you got to probably put um Ramsey in there, surprises me. Um, that he was 15.7% owned and he, he, you know, that's what you're going to get from him 22 points. <laughs> um, Ugly, I don't really think there's any ugly in there. I mean, probably those two, um, Amon and Ramsey. Um, everything else was pretty standard. I mean, SJ did okay for a 66. I think that's where he's going to sort of score. Aiken updated to a 58. It's not 70s, but it's okay. Sloan, 16.7%, finished with a 78. You know, that fullback that you can pick in center wing, there was some good stuff in there. Um, definitely, for sure. Um Moving on to the Melbourne Storm versus the West Tigers. Poor old Storm had some injuries to Welch, Jennings, and the Cheese. Look, the Cheese, it's unfortunate. One point, um, he'll be the ugly, won't it? Um, look, you can trade him out. That's what you're going to have to do. You can get him to a Haas, you know, for the same sort of price. You can get him up to a Grant quite easily. You can get him across to a Curran. There's going to be some options for you there. But let's go to the good. Um, Tuolagi, 250k, 47, 46.7% owned, finished on a 46, and I will go on record saying that offload that was taken off him for a try assist, I think is bogus, 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 bogus. Last year, IPAP did an offload like that on the halfway line, try assist, but, you know, he was the flavor of the month, wasn't he? So Tuolagi loses his try assist, I don't agree with it. Um, the other good, well... You know, probably um, perhaps, you know, it's 38.1%. Finish with a 71. It's not a big 150, but, you know, I think it was when we look at the fullbacks game for round one, you'll take 71 for your captain when, 
you know, others like me, you know, got 60 as a doubled score from our captain. Um, good also, I'm going to say King, 18.6% owned. Look, 41 points, I think is pretty solid. He looks a solid cheapie for 250k. And obviously, waiting for TLT, we'll have to wait and see what the lineup is for the Melbourne Storm. If he jags a front row spot or a lock spot, I think it's pretty good value at um, 250k. Um, Hughes, good, 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 good. 13.4% and he fished with a, a ton, 103. People who lost, you know, were Cleary owners and said, no, nah, I love Hughes. He's a running half. He's a go-getter. Um, you know, you went to Hughes for 13.4% and me, I went to Sam Walker. I was, I was the 12.1% that went to Walker for 23 so you already made 80 points on me, you geniuses. Um, he's outstanding, Hughes. And you really got him over the line, the, the Melbourne Storm. Um, look, the bad, um, Hastings, 23.2%. Fish with a 35. It's not single digits, but it didn't really equate to super coach points in that game, unfortunately. Um, Coates, 38.9%, fish with a 45. Just a 45. I'm complaining about a 45. Well, you know, if, if there wasn't that last minute try, it was going to be terrible reading. But that's what you're going to have from Coach. You're going to need him to score tries. You might be lucky, but, you know. Anyway, uh, the ugly, Luciano, 6.6%, finished on a 24. He did cop that cannonball or whatever and didn't seem to play very well after that. Um, that's it from that game for me um onto the gold coast versus Parramatta. the good russell 30 13.6 percent three tries fished on 85 and actually got an injury um that's going to be really unfortunate for teams uh we'll wait and see you know if it's a broken ribs and it's an extended period of time he's probably going to be a trade at least we got this score out of him in the meantime it was very good um good i'm going to say um Penasini, you know, just because his price is pretty cheap, he's highly owned, 54.4%, and it was a pretty sort of meat and potatoes type game, but 48 points from him, you know, I think it's good, you know, it looks good. If he ever jags a try or an attacking stat in there, I think it's going to be nice scoring. Um, look, the bad, I'm going to say Fafita, um, just for the price tag and his ownership of 366 55 points is pretty mild um i saw him out there what was he on the center or the wing just put his hand up it's like mate you're a forward get in there and take a run you know he's lazy um and i have concerns you know i have concerns when they're attacking the way they are 28 points are scored you know you think that Fafita tons up in there didn't seem to be running yeah, he had that one run where he was a bit tackle breaky and that was pretty much where most of his score came from uh, very lazy start to the year for him. It's very concerning for me. Um, look, the bad, you know, I'll probably chuck in IPAP as well because of his price point, 18.9%, 54 points. It's not the worst. You take 54, wouldn't you? You know, when we're saying we'll take a 60-odd from Turbo, you've got to take a 50-something from IPAP. But look, you know, you paid top dollar for him, you know, in, in the front row and you were outscored by Arrow. You know, so it's got to be a mention. Um, Furmore, 12.2%. Um, he downdated, and I'm going to complain about that too. A catch and pass, if it's a Stephen Crichton, you know, it's a catch and pass for the try. 
try assists, you know, but he loses his try assist and line break assist. The NRL site actually has him down as a line break assist and a try assist, but Fox Sports, you know, nah, not a, not a line break assist, not a try assist. So I disagree with that one as well. And it's going to finish in the 30s, isn't it? His score. So it's in the bads, and I don't like it. Um, Paulo, bad. 9.4%. He looks like he's turned into Gerbo. <laughs> Just a distributing ball. Um, 36 points. No good. Maddo, 5.4%. Very concerning. 38 points. It just didn't... You know, it's not the Maddo we're used to, unfortunately. Um, Gutho, 6.3% went the Gutho route. 43 points. It's ugly. Um, Dylan Bag, D- Dillbag, 60 0.9% for 31 points. No good. Um, Marnie, 23.6%. Thought he was going to be the premium hooker this year. Um, along with Harry Grant, 38 points. is a bit ugly. Um, that's probably it. I'll say good. You know, Sexton was pretty good. 3.4%. 64. Look, it's maybe good because they scored 28 points. You think you'd get a little bit more than that. But anyway, let's move on over to the... Canterbury Bulldogs versus the North Queensland Cowboys. I should mention Moses. He was one of the options you could have gone in the halfback position. Fish on an 88. Looked really good. <laughs> but all right, over to the other game. All right, the good. Um, for me, it's got to be Max King. 188k fish with 55 starting off the bench. He's an absolute animal. Looks sensational out there. You could almost play him in your front row. So good. Um, the good as well, I'm going to say Nanai. He upgraded to 56 points. Um, you know, he looked good to me past the eye test you know you've got uh lukey nanai Furmore, um katoa in there and you know well in the case of katoa and Furmore, the score was pretty good um and i, I think he passes the eye test um tamalolo you know people want to lynch him you know and said that he doesn't he looks a shadow of his former self and coaches not using him properly he went at a point per minute over one so, you know, I think that's good. 56 points. I take it all back. You know, if I was criticizing him, saying he looks... Sh- I mean, he does actually probably look like he's not the animal that he used to be for tackle breaks and such. But you can't complain about 53 points from someone who's in the 400s cost-wise. Um, the ugly, I'm going to say Matt Burton. You know, Matt Burton, 12 points, uh, 12.0% um, owned for... 27 points pretty poor um jermaine tanua brown he's 27 um points unfortunately got injured in his second stint but he's highly owned 13.9 percent um look there's nothing much else really hammer you know i'll say hammer's ugly as well he was um denied that try um and there's no base you know from the hammer so he finished on 34 um, the Hammer's 9.9% owned. So if you went Sloan, I think people who are wanting those fullback slash that you could pick in your centers, um, it looks like you finished off better, um, you know, if you went Sloan instead of um, <laughs> instead of the Hammer. Um, look, let's go into three players that caught my eye uh, in round one. Um, number one is going to be Curran. You know, in my case, I was sort of umming and ahhing around that. Um, you know, third sort of front row, or sorry, second row forward that I wanted to get. And I went with um, Nakura. I thought there was pretty good upside in there. But watching current play, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just kicking myself. You know, obviously I was talked out of it to myself, you know, when I saw him picked in the 13, but he's in everything. You know, he looks, you know, 
a weapon and he looks like they use him out there you know to to the full extent um you know he's a fair enough easy jump from Nakora up to Curran um but he really caught my eye as somebody who's going to start the year quite well you know we know that Warriors have a pretty good run as well um so you know he's, he's somebody that caught my eye the other one that caught my eye was um Katoa uh, look, he scored a try, yes, but he fit and in fish seventies. Um, he was a target out there for them. Um, he's three hundred and fifty k. Um, you know, I feel like there might be a little bit more there for him. I went firmore because of the um, dual center row, uh, wing second row, and I think he was jibbed a line break assist and try assist just quietly. He should be fifties, but he's in thirties because of the he was ripped off points. Um, but look, you know, Katoa really caught my eye. Um, you know, I, I could have very easily finished going a Katoa um, and Curran instead of an Akura and, you know, oh, sorry, I could have gone, a, yeah, instead of an Akura and Fermor. Um, and it feels, you know, this week like they caught my eye as being a better option, you know, that I could have gone. Um, another one that caught my eye was, um, let me see, Hines. You know, I, I think it was always going to be a sl- slight punt, you know, to go Hines. If, if you were picking him in fullback, definitely, because he's not going to be a premium fullback this year. But in the halves, um, you know, people were going, uh, you know, when Cleary was out, you're going Sam Walker, Hines, you know, uh, Hughes, um, Moses, probably. Um, you know, I think... Hines caught my eye as being someone who's going to average 70s quite comfortably. He was in a losing team, um, you know, forced dropouts and stuff. He, he, you know, a try assist in there. He looks good to me. You know, I'm floating the idea, you know, of a Teddy to Hines, you know, because Teddy with that 30, you know, he's going to lose money, you'd think, unless he has an absolute bloody wow of a game next round. Um, he could be on the cards to lose money, and the whole plan of having Teddy was that he was going to make money so that I could, you know, it was a small jump to Turbo who's going to lose money. Turbo comes down to 900, Teddy's 800, you're winning. You know, maybe not exactly on those sums, but, you know, if he's going to lose and bleed a whole bunch of cash, that's a worry because. Um, it's going to make the jump to Tom Turbo way too hard. So, you know, he caught my eye, Hines, as a possible option to go Teddy to Hines, you know, to upgrade, you know, hopefully, you know, at a close enough jump to Turbo, uh, which is what I'm worrying that I'm not going to be able to do with Teddy. Um, Look, who are three players that make me nervous? Number one is Bullymore. <laughs> now, he scored 62 points. He looks much more like a middle than an edge to me. And we we know that, you know, obviously Schuster's going to come back into the team. I don't think he brained it enough. Obviously, they lost. They got pretty rolled. So hopefully he looks much better this week. But look, the score wasn't the worst. But, you know, I'm using it as my second front rower. <laughs> you know, so maybe Max King, you know, as a buffer could be there for me if he gets a good role in the team. Uh, but... I'm worried about Bullymore um, yeah, moving forward. Um, I'm also worried about um, Amon. Um, look, I did say, I watched him in that charity shield and it didn't translate, even though he looked good, into great super coach points. Um, this was the game where you were hoping to see a little more because it was a softer matchup in the New Zealand Warriors than what he's about to go into. Um, you know, I don't know if there's going to be a whole bunch of money to be made there, unfortunately, on Amon. Um, you know, and I'll probably, you know, I'll, 
you know, will I throw um, Ilias in there as well? Are he somebody that I'm going to watch and see whether it's even worthwhile? Um, look, I think that Latrell is going to make a difference to that team, and I think they started very slowly. You know, hopefully there's a lot better, but the draw, you know, worries me more about Amon. But Bullymore, Amon, and Ilias, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm how much I'm in love with, um, you know, having them in my team long term, um, and I'm. And I'm definitely concerned about them. Uh, what are three things that I'm going to do next uh, round? Um, I'm going to, tr- number one, I'm going to try to keep my cool. <laughs> I'm not going to go and use three trades. Um, at very worst, I'm going to look at it like it's a normal week so that that bonus stays as a bonus. Um, look, you you got to back your gut. You know, you've got to stick with players that you thought were going to have a good year. And you can understand, you know, and you can and accept, you know, when you've made an error. If you were somebody that didn't start with Hass, for instance, and you went AFB, you know, let, let's just, you know, get it sorted. You know, if you can, because I think that you want to have Hass. That's that's fair enough. Um, if you got an injury, you know, you got to cover it. You know, if um, old mate from Parramatta, there, Russell, you know, it's great that he got a good score, but if he uh, is injured for five to six weeks. Um, you know, I've got Russell and Violia on my bench. You know, I've got to get make a change. You know, hopefully we get a cheapie that comes in on the wing for Barabata or something that comes in cheap on you know for the Melbourne Storm. We'll have to wait and see. Um, or up to you know, um, Cobo or something. But you know, you got to make sensible decisions, and I'm not going to panic. So I'll most likely this week try not to trade if I can, and if I have to, you know, let's keep it to one, you know, or two max. But you know, don't jump the gun if you don't need to. Um, the next thing I'm going to do next round is, you know, I've got an, I've got enough. I've got Howarth on the bench. He might come into that team actually, um, but you know, oh, I can't cop a thirty as captain. You know, so I'm going to probably scale back what I'll take as a VC loop and try to put, you know, put in a good VC option this week, and I'm going to just take it if it's above sort of eighty five or something i'm going to take it normally i'd want above 100 but i'm going to go a little shorter just to bank points if it's there on offer um this nrl looks a little slower you know i know it's only round one so it might change you know i'll I'll just be malleable to that um but the new rule with the penalty inside the 40 meter seems to have slowed it down a, a considerable amount it feels like a different we're watching a different sort of rugby league a little bit of a snap you know throwback to where we used to watch you know how it looked how it looked um the third thing i'm going to do is oh look i'm gonna try to start setting up my pack to have you know at least four playable you know strong playable second row forwards i think the season sort of feels to me like stacking the pack might come back in um as a way to go if you can get the right ones you know so you know, I might have to bite the bullet on Nakura, who we know we rely on attacking stats. You know, someone like um, Kickow is someone who rely on attacking stats, and he finished on an 87 this week. Um, great, you know, but I didn't get the right one, unfortunately. And look, I don't need to pull the trigger because obviously price changes aren't going to happen, you know, next week. So, you know, I could have a look at him and see this week if there is some attack for him, but it feels to me like I could have gone Curran instead of him. So, you know, and I think Curran... I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's going to lose minutes or anything when Tohu comes back. I think he'll go to the second row and it'll be Katoa or Aiken that drops out. So I think that his security and his position looks pretty good to me. So, um, you know, maybe 
you know, I've got Angus Crichton, you know, who updated nicely, I guess, to 51 in a bludger of a game, um, and David Fafita, 50, who looked disinterested out there. But I think that those are two premium um, second-row options. Ho- hopefully, once the season warms up and, you know, if I plug a current in there, I think that that's three good starters in there. So um, I think that stack the pack, you know, that might be where I sort of, you know, aim to start off my season. I'm getting a feel for that um, in my team. All right, next we'll have Jake on to chat. He's a nice calming influence, Jake from the experience, and he's going to um, go through some players with me, whether we give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, and here it is. All right, and we're here with a guest for the very first show in the year, the Adrianosaurus podcast, and it's Jake from the Supercoach Experience. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hello, it's good to be on, uh, although the uh, round wasn't too good, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited to be here. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I like to, I mean, I've spoken to a few guys from the experience. Uh, I haven't been able to get Savs on. I always book him, and then obviously he's a new dad and stuff, and he gets busy. He runs his own podcast, so I've not had you know the luckiest time getting a hold of him, but hopefully one day with him. Uh, while we're talking about the round, what a first round of, well, NRL to begin with, and super coach as well. You know, it's been mayhem. Yeah, I mean, it was... I thought all the upsets were going to happen um, the way it was heading, and then the Tigers are about to upset the uh, the Storm as well. Mm. Uh, I've, I had a um, shocking tip, tipping week. Yeah, I guess because there were so many upsets, uh, that kind of hurt all Supercoach as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, the scores... I mean, if you look at some of the big names that we have in our game, you know, the really expensive buys to start your year at Supercoach, uh, the, the reading isn't all that pretty, is it? You know, you've got Turbo with a 62, and I know that that's not a score that we're going to say is terrible, but it's low for Turbo, and for $1.2 million total, he did update nicely to 48. Lucky for Kim, because she played TPJ in her team. <laughs> she was busy today and didn't take him out. She's blaming me for that. Um, Garrick, you know, over 700K for 31 points. Cody Walker with a 27, you know, and you thought he was going to clean up against the Broncos. We all saw that Roosters game and my captain in Teddy, 30 points. They looked, he looked slow. The whole, the whole Roosters team looked slow. Like they hadn't really done any trialing or practice in the, in the preseason. Um you know, it's, it's it was bad. Fifita today for the 55. There was no big ton for him today either. So, you know, some of the expensive players didn't really fire. And I think, you know, what, what I reckon for a part of this week is probably about 880 to 900, I think. I think if you're below that, you're probably below par. The highest I've seen in any of my leagues is in a 1,014. But I see a lot of eight eight sort of 80s and up to about 950. So I think it would be about a 900 type type par. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think you're, you're pretty on the mark there. I'm, I don't know. My score is quite below average. And I think those that probably didn't captain Teddy are probably going to be above the average, while the ones that did are probably going to be a bit below, or unless you had some other pods like Sloan. I know Sloan went pretty good. Or Yeah. I mean, there wasn't that many players that went big, to be honest. How many tons were there? Like two, I think. Yeah, I think there was three. There was Hughes, Ravalawa, and um, who was the third one? I can't remember. But, the, yeah, there was three, I think, this this week. Um, yeah, captains-wise, 25.2% picked Teddy. So, you know, and, and you know, the next biggest was Turbo at 16.4. So I think that the, all of those people are going to be sort of very in around the same scores. If you went and got Paps, you know, he finished with a 71. That's a slight advantage, um, you know. 
103. There was there was 2.9 percent people that Captain Hughes. They would be very happy and off to a good start. But it was around where I just I think that everything. Oh, I mean, everyone was probably thinking we might get a 1100 type first round ideally, and it's been we've been way low ball. So. Now we've got to think about where do we go from here? You know, um, some of the questions I'm going to throw at you, I guess, tonight um, are going to be questions relating to that and some players because I'm getting a lot of questions of should I sell this player and up, so that I can upgrade this person and, you know, is this person cooked and stuff? And, you know, I can only offer opinions. One of the things I would say to super coaches out there is don't overly panic. You know, like I'm looking at my scores this week and, you know, yeah, we had Billy Smith who I played him um, and it was a bit low. He did go off injured, but there wasn't anything just too horrible in there, you know, so don't panic, you know, like give it a, you can at least look at him for another week. If you, if you're umming and ahhing over, um, you know, players in your team and, you know, obviously if you're somebody we'll get, a, we'll get to Haas in a second. If you, if you wanted to really upgrade and get him in and you think he's a must, you can use a trade, but those things need to be discussed. Um, all right. So hang on a second. I'll pause. All right. So we're back. I uh, had to pause there to put my uh, dinner order in. But look, here's the first question for you, Jake. Off to a bad start. Are you pro using your trade boost in, in round two? You know, if you've made a whole bunch of mistakes, you know, and you need to you make your two trades, you know, that you would normally make, is, is this a time to use one to just try to fix what you've done if you've made a mistake, you know, a few mistakes? Uh, I don't know. You, you, you kind of got to make quite a few. Um, although I've only scored 8, 10 or something, I think I'm going to make one trade. Um, you won't really be mixing around, unless you've missed a cheapie and you kind of don't want to rely on it next week, maybe you can go now. Um, but unless you've got some injuries, if you've got Brandon Smith, obviously you're going to get rid of him. If you've been unlucky and got a few more, um, or maybe you're not happy with some of the premium options you picked, but unless you've really off to a bad start, I can't see the reason to be using three this early where price rises aren't going to be for another week or two. So, yeah, yeah, I'd kind of be against it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, if, you, if you're going to do anything, use your two. Just think of it like we've only got two trades a week because you can, I mean, and there's going to be people that just use their trade boost every week who are just compulsive traders. But uh, like I said at the top of the show, don't panic too much. And if you've got to do it, just use your two because essentially you're keeping the bonuses up your sleeve and make your changes. But just, you know, price changes are not going to happen. So wait, wait that extra week and get another look at them because, you know, this week, you know, we saw a great score from Kyron. Next week, he could be a 50. And your pick of Nikora, he could be an 80, 90. It's just the way it is. They're not going to score well every week. So just, you know, and, and it could just turn in, in another week. So just be patient. Use two at max, I think, ideally, unless you've absolutely butchered it. Um, here's another one. If Turbo has another bad score next week, I know we were probably thinking that the Roosters was going to be a hard matchup. I'm expecting them to train hard this week and be a pretty good matchup next week. Um would you sell him before round three or is he just, you just lump, you're going to have hold turbo. If you bought turbo and you started with turbo, you're just going to hold him all year. Is that right? 
Yeah, correct. You're not selling anymore, and especially with I think they got the dogs in round three, and we just saw how bad they were against the cows. So yeah, I would not be getting rid of the turbo, even if he's got a 400 break even next week. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a no-brainer. You know, if you bought and you wanted to start with turbo, you shouldn't even be looking at break evens and money. You've just got him and you you hold him. You know, and he's gonna he's gonna be your fullback for the rest of the year. And that matchup in round three, he might have a bludger next week as well. Who knows? But he's gonna be fine for round three. Um, is Hass a must? He was, I mean, he was kind of the only, he was the only player that kind of really performed that was so heavily owned, and he's so much better than every other prop. prop. Like 91, just in pretty much in pure base. Like I think, yeah, for those, I think it's, I think he's about 50% owned. So the, the other 50%, I think you ought got to be getting him in for 600k. Yeah, I mean, if you do, he is very, very highly owned. And you can tell that people who haven't got him are like, wow, why didn't I do it? Because who did they go? Let's have a look. They went someone like um, AFB. And what did he get this week? 40-something, you know. Or they oh, Arrow was pretty good, I think, 60-odd for 450K. But he's more of like a, a front row t- number two, you know. And yeah. if you were a wild animal like me and you picked Bully Mori, you got a 60-something. But I don't, I don't, it wasn't a convincing 60 um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm in your camp as well. I think if you haven't got um, Hass and just say you've got someone like a, an AFB, it's under 100K. And if you've got a, you know, it looks like we could have any, have an injury to Russell there. He scored three cracking tries, didn't he? But he, you might have to get rid of him. You might have to get rid of a cheese. Cheese to Hass is a straight trade. So if, if it's a simple trading like that, I'm all for it. And I think you want to have Hass 100%. Uh, on to the next one. Um, why should I hold Stags and Cobbo? The scores weren't fantastic this week, but why would I hold them? Yeah, they, they weren't good, but Cobbo could have easily had a try and a try assist. He kind of half butchered both of them. So I think Cobbo, 320K, you're going to be keeping in. Broncos, draws, okay. Um, and I think the one with Stags, you kind of didn't expect him to go that well against South either he's kind of a bit like a roller coaster he's going to have high scores and he's going to have low ones because he doesn't really have that that high work rate but i think with a ray back next week uh he'll be getting much more quality ball out, out wide so yeah i'll be definitely holding probably both of them because Cobo did look pretty good out there yeah i think they both looked pretty good and you know you're gonna f- have those games with stags where it's a lot of what ifs and if he that had landed or if he'd you know caught that pass but they, it could have been you could have been cheering and saying Stags is a weapon. It was eighty or hundred, and it was so close to it being the case. Cobo looks sensational as well. So I'd probably ignore the scores and you know see some potential in the two of them. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, some questions I got to the old Instagram. Let's have a look. I'll ask you these as well. Um, who are the top three players that are a must-have? Uh, after round one, we obviously said Hass. I think you should try to get Hass yeah, in. Hass. Anyone else that if you've missed them, you think you should have them? Oh, I think Targo. I think Targo is one you you got to have. Um, and, but I think most people sort of have him anyway. Um, as for that, I, I don't think there was really any other players that kind of like killed it. Maybe, I would have said maybe perhaps Russell, but he's now injured. He's probably going to be three to six weeks. But other than that, not no other players either really pass the eye test or score decent. So yeah, I can't, I don't think there really is three. What do you reckon? 
Yeah, I don't think there's three. I mean, if I didn't have Targo, I'd be remedying that as quick as I could. Um, yeah, I would definitely try to get Hass if I if 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 that was uh, you know a, a doable one for me without having to go into a third trade. I really liked what I saw from Curran. I'm, I'm kicking myself that I went Nikora at a saving. Uh, just you know, watching the Sharks and seeing two halves parked on the left side of the field. And, and when they came to the right, Nikora was just running as a decoy. It's kind of like the lights were up in my eyes. Mistake, Adrian, mistake. And I watching Curran just absolutely involved in everything for, for the Warriors. And he's just an, a super coach kind of friendly player. So it was just a small, you know, under 100K, I think, from, you know, Nikora. And I could have really worked that in my team, I guess. But... I'm probably not saying must have because I think this year we can see from the scoring there, maybe that's it's too early for us to assume that it's going to be low, lower scoring this year. But looking at the scores in this round, maybe stacking the pack might be a bit of a go or stacking it a little better than we might have could be a go. And I really liked the Warriors draw. I didn't like how they played so much this week, but I loved the way Curran played. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, I thought Karen was was great. Yeah. Um, How many changes will you be making next week? Um, Me, I think just the one. I always sort of planned. I kept 200K to go either Harry Grant or Cam Munster. Uh, Dylan Brown was disappointing, got shifted out the centres. I don't know if they got any outside backs left. So I think I'd be bringing in Cam Munster. And I I think that's going to be my only choice, to be honest. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean, oh, if if I've um, if I lose Russell, let's say he's out for five or six weeks or whatever, and they bring in that you know, the Fijian or whatever, you know, that bloke that they've yeah. got in there, if he's a bottom price cheapie that comes in, I could could downgrade him, you know, Russell, and make the hundred k to to get Nakura up to Curran, but that'd be two trades, <laughs> you know, I'd be doing two trades, but I think I'd be happy with the pack then, you know, because I've got Angus. And for feeder. And uh, if I pumped a, a Karen in there, I'd be happy with that. I have firmer on the bench. I think that that's pretty good. I'm feeling confident in that. I just, I mean, you're the Sharks fan. I mean, how do you feel about Nakura? Do you feel like he was a mistake? Um, there was so much hype. I think it was just all hype around him. Um, he looked all right mm. in the trial and in the, it was the Maori game. But mm. like you were saying, the Sharks kept going left or when they would go right, they'd just skip him out. Um, and we, I mean, we both watched it. You're a Raiders fan. Um, I thought we had just for the last five minutes, I think it was, when we kicked the <laughs> kicked the field goal, Marty Moylan, and then uh, got us at the end. But, yeah, Nakora, I think he, had, he didn't have many runs. He had like four or something runs um, yeah. and relies too much on attack. And I think you kind of want – even even when you're watching your play, you wanted them to be involved. And Curran, he was involved. In, he was getting his ball, getting his hands on the ball like four times every set. So, yeah, I – I mean, Nakora was a mistake. He could go out and score a double next week. But, I mean, that's that's kind of what happens just with Supercoach, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing. When I'm when someone says to me, are you going to make trades next week? If if something just sent your alarm bells, like if I if I was a low, low owner this week, I would be punting him. <laughs> I mean, you go at least... You and and I think you can throw Madison in there as well. Yeah. I think Lolo yeah. and Madison are kind of... Yeah, I'll be getting rid of them, to be honest. Yeah, so that's... You know, if, if you've got something that's ringing your alarm bells and you're like... I think I don't own Hass. I need to get Hass. That's one of them. I made a mistake and had Nikora, and I could make a change, especially if Russell's injured 
and a cheapie comes in or whatever, that's how I can make my money to easily get him up to current. If if it if it's all falling into place for you and it's you've had some alarm bells about something, you know, I think that those are you know fine enough to you. So yeah, I could be two or I'll be none and I'll just watch it, you know. <laughs> I'll just watch my team for one more week. You know, if 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 I don't get a cheapie because I'm not going to downgrade anyone else. You know, like Firmall got 50 or something this week. I was happy enough with that. 370K jewel. Um, would you sell Sam Walker to SJ to fund an AFB to Hass? Yes. I mean, I think you're potentially going to get the same out of Walker and SJ. Um, Roosters, they were off. I mean, they're going to bounce back for sure this week. Um, they can't put that stinker in. But Walker kind of didn't look that involved for the Roosters. Um, I guess the goal kicking is sort of what we want. But, I mean, we saw this week AFB had 50 with a with a line break. Um, so technically about 40 points. Haas got 91 with or 87 with nothing. Um, mm. So I guess the point difference is... I think I think Haas. I mean, unless you can find another way, unless you have Russell like yourself, you can downgrade to whatever power winger they bring in um, to then fund that move. But um, you kind of went Walker because you think the Roosters are going to go on a good run. If you think they're going to bounce back, then I'll kind of be sticking with them. Yeah, well, that's it. I feel like if you get SJ, you'll get probably a 60 average. And, and, and Sam Walker could have the same average, but I can really see a world where he, they the Roosters traditionally don't take trial games seriously they send out these third rate teams you know and and then they time their run for later on in the year and as a result they start a little slower and they looked unfit teddy looked fat and slow you know angus looks like he's lost weight and he's not as punchy in his runs i don't know but they looked average you know so it would be reactionary to sell sam walker but if you, I mean, I would try to find a way that doesn't sell someone. If you wanted to go Sam Walker, you were feeling confident the Roosters were going to go well. So try to find a way where you're selling someone that's not as important to you. You know, I know SJ looked okay, but look, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably do it if I could get it. You get Hass and SJ from AFB and Sam Walker. It's not that bad. Um, are there any new cheapies um, that will arise, you think, next week? We do know, oh. we do know that George Jennings went down with an ACL. Very unfortunately, um, you know, for the Melbourne Storm, there's a chance, um, you know, that Meany could go to the wing, and he, he'd probably keep the goal kicking. So that could be. I mean, I don't know what, how much Meany costs. Yeah, I, th- I think he's. I think he's a mid four hundreds because he was, I guess, starting for the Dogs last year. So he's not at a price like a discount. But if they prefer to have Meany as say the utility, they've got Dean Aramai there as well. Yeah, to cover that. I guess one cheapie potentially would be whoever comes onto the wing for for Para. Um, yeah, I mentioned that a few times. I, I even not sure with the Storm, they've got a bunch of injuries as well in the in the forwards. So yeah, but then again, we're just going to get a plotter that's going to score 10, 15 points. So there's not, yeah. not any decent ones, I guess. Yeah, well, King looked okay, you know, without being outstanding. He's two hundred fifty k, so that might be a way. You know, that might be a cheapie that you can imagine if he gets. Name to start in the 13, the role at least looks better. He might plot away and be a, a, a slow burn for you. But if you need a 250K player, you know, if he's named to start and lock, I mean, I think it's a fair, um, you know, fair shout. But, or keep an eye on for that Parramatta um, winger. 
Oh, from Maxi. Maxi Evans has asked a question. Maxi. He's, he's just said the top two purchases for round two. We both sort of agree that it's Hass. And if you don't own Targo, I mean, most people would probably own Targo. Um, you know, there's, I think you could have an adjust on if you've made any mistakes. Like I think Alicia Katoa looked great. I think he scored 80 something, didn't he? In that Warriors team. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought that Nanai looked sensational, you know, in that it was a pretty shitty game to watch. That, oh, it was ordinary, that one. <laughs> yeah, an ordinary game. Um, but he looked good to me. I think uh, I haven't had a look at his score, but, you know, he looked he looked pretty good to me. Um, Tuolagi looked pretty good out there as well. I thought he was ripped off, you know, get, losing his try assist. As, as if that try happens if he doesn't get that offload. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. On? But I, I guess two, uh, a couple of other plays you can throw in there is the ones that kind of were suspended. For round one, so you can throw in Harry Grant, Cam Munster. Yep. If you always intended on bringing them in and you didn't sit them for a week like myself, um, then they're they're going to be buys this week because they're out and right, out and out guns, I guess. Yeah, I mean uh, Harry Grant. Now yeah, you yeah. lost the you know you lost the cheese for you know extended period. He's going to play eighty and be an absolute bloody weapon. So yeah, I'd probably say him. You know, like. It's, it's Harry time. We thought maybe, Josh, um, you know, Josh Hodgson had done a, a – first of all, it was an ACL. We thought it was an MCL. It's a lot less than that now. Starling could have been a chance, I guess, for, for teams, you know, if you weren't going to go to Harry. How, how long How long was – did they say Hodgson was? How many oh, weeks? Yeah, a couple of weeks, they reckon now. Two, two to oh, four okay. weeks. Yeah. Maybe four at most, but they think more likely to. So you probably put a line through him. All right, well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to hold you up for too long because, you know, you're busy – but I want to just throw some names at you and just for a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Um, and, you know, obviously when I mention the names, you're going to be, no, you're going to know when I say Garrick, it's not for a purchase, it's for a hold, I guess. Because some people did start yeah, with yeah. a premium center wing, whether it was Garrick or Tor, um, you know, so thumbs up or thumbs down me. Well, let's start with Garrick, 30, 27 this week. Are you going to yeah, that, it's got to be a thumbs up. It's got to be a thumbs up. You've, you've started him. Um, I think you've got to hold with him for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was unfortunate, you know, the the, the Seagulls did not, you know, they were a step below, you know, the, the, the Panthers. They looked sensational. But you started with Tor and Garrick as a point of difference because you went a different approach to what other people did. You went with this premium center wing. I don't know if Garrick was the one I would have chosen. I probably would have chosen Tor because he goes and finds his own scores. And he updated nicely this week, you know, to 50s or 48, I think it was, which is about his floor. So, you know, total was the next question. And I, I, I think we're both leaning towards thumbs up. You, you, for holding, you yeah. definitely should if you've, if you've spent the money yes, to get him. Yes. Same, same as Gary, definitely yeah. holding. Because some people will be tempted. They'll be like, oh, well, I'll go and save myself 400K and drop them down to a Naken, you know, whatever. And then I've got Hass money, but look, don't sell premiums to get premiums. Sell shit if you can. Um, Nikora, you know, I put him in there. We've probably discussed him. I don't know. I just didn't, it, it was, it didn't look good to me. Two halves camped on the left and then, or decoy after decoy after decoy. It was. It's hard. I was just celebrating the Raiders getting the win, but I was like, far out. Why did I go Nikora? Um, I put Starling in there, but now that we know we've got um, the news on Hodgson, that's a no-go. Um, Cody Walker, thumbs up, thumbs down. If you went the premium. 
Oh, oh, I don't know. If you go into Munster, maybe, but the fact you've got Cody Walker, the South didn't look too good either. They looked a bit lost. And I know hmm. Latrell's back this week, isn't he? So I think that's that's even more of a just, just a wait. So I guess thumbs up if we're holding Cody Walker. Yeah, I think you've got to go one more week with Latrell back. I think Souths are a, bit, a, a different team with Latrell in there confidence-wise. And I think, you know, Cody is that, in that last game, he, he it's him was the out-and-out superstar. There's a lot of great, you know, in Cook and Murray, but he's the out-and-out out out X-factor, off-the-cuff type player. When you put Latrell in that team, I think you'll see a better Souths this week. And if you're going to pull the trigger, I'd do it after next round. If, if it looks like he's, he has it, scores another 20, he's going to lose a whole bunch of money, then go to Munster. Um, yeah. Dominic Young, he is a, sort of a midi. He's in the 300s. He's pretty bloody good there for the Knights. He scored an 81. He did, and he was outside Dane Gagai, who I thought had an absolute belter oh, of the game as well. Yeah. And if the, if we all predict the Knights would be, you know, bottom four or whatever, but mm. they play quite well. So, I mean, if you... I don't, I'm not too sure on the Knights draw. I think it's pretty tough. Um, mm. I mean, they just beat the Roosters. And it's, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. But, yeah, again, I think he's another weight. Um, if he keeps his involvement up, then that, night, that Knights' right edge uh, continues to perform, then, yeah, I think he could possibly be a buy um, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, if he goes and bangs out an 80 again next week, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely tempt people, especially if you went, like, coats or whatever. I don't know. Coates scored a try, didn't he? So it didn't end up being that bad. But I'd be worried for him if you if you went with him. Um, Curran, he's he looked fabulous to me. What did he he updated? I think nicely, didn't he? Where is he? Uh, uh, he finished on eighty-one. Yeah, eighty-one. Uh-huh. And he looked he looked when I saw his score as a sixty-something. I was like, he's he's an eighty in there. Um, I think that might be an adjustment I make. He's the thumbs up for me. He looked good. Yeah, he's, I mean, I want to see maybe one more week. I'm, I think I'm a broken record. I'm saying one more week for all. You don't want to be just throwing out your, your trade straight away. But if he shows what he did in that first game, then, yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a buyer for, say, a Lolo or Madison. Um, well, I mean, I'll pr- probably get rid of them this week. But, um, but yeah, current. He does look good. Yeah, I mean, if you had a Lolo, I think Lolo to Curran is a big thumbs up. I think if you had a Maddo, I think Curran, you know, that was a decision a lot of people were playing, you know, start of the year. Is it Maddo or is it Curran? I think it's Curran. And, you know, for me, Nikora, you know, if if I get a cheapie, I'll do it. If I don't, I'm, I'm going to do zero trades. Um, Alicia Katoa, you know, in those there was a few players in the 300k. Nanai looked great. I thought the Bo Fermor looked okay as well for 50. Um, and Katoa, I think he upgraded, updated to 80 as well. Yeah, so, I think he, he definitely a, a plus. I think it's the Warriors just kept going right, and um, he was just outside Sean Johnson. He ran a beautiful line for his try. Um, so I think he's going to get a lot of quality ball because they seem to be setting, you know left post and then hitting right for, for Katara out the back. So, I mean, for three, what is he, 380, 370 or something like that? Um, I think, yeah, he's he's going to be a good option if you've kind of got the – if you still ended up with Lukey, um, if you missed that late that late trade uh, mm. or the late swap for the Cowboys, I think, yeah, going to Katara is probably 
a decent option there for sure. Yeah, and that could be your way to Hass as well. Just say you've got Lolo, you could go down to Katoa and then you get your AFB or whatever up to Hass. So I'm a thumbs up on that. Um, well, I mean, Aiken, I put him in there. I think he's a thumbs up. He actually updated nicely and I saw some of his stats. I mean, it was 50s, but and, and the Warriors weren't that great, but he's, his work rate was great actually in that game. So he's a thumbs up for me. Yeah, thumbs up for me as well. Um, Amon. You know, I he, he he was a cheapy, I guess. You know, two eighty, but you know, in that in the trials, I thought he'd scored better than he did for Supercoach when we were. I scored the games, and and I saw the guns scoring. They were very similar. This the Supercoach output wasn't as good as I thought it was. Twenty on the weekend. I mean, obviously, probably not going to cull him, but I mean, I wouldn't. You know, he would not be who I'd be replacing Russell with. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, I was even tossing up um, if Russell actually stayed on the field and finished the game um, next week to go Amone to Russell. Um, mm. But, you know, I guess he, he Amone seems to be, apart from um, Valea from the, the Warriors, who's, I guess, bottom dollar, you can't really do much with him. But a 280, Amone is disappointing, but, I mean, he just needs an attacking stat and he's going to be banking a little bit of money. So, yeah, I mean, wouldn't be bothering to move him on at all. Yeah, I mean, you, if you've got him, he's he hasn't been a huge cost. Um, yeah, Valia, he, he updated to 16. He doesn't look like he, I mean, I'm worried about him and his job security moving forward. It wasn't the best game, but he is green. He's new, you know, so... I mean, I'd, he's a thumbs up to me just because he was a, on the price and, you know, we might have bigger fish to fry. Hopefully he has a better game in the next game. Yeah. Over to SJ. Yeah. <laughs> Over to SJ. 60 points. He looked okay. You know, 450K. Um would you, I mean, we did throw that scenario at you for SJ, I mean, for, you know, for Sam Walker down to SJ. Do you think that he's a thumbs up? You're happy with what you saw? Uh, I'd be happy enough. Um, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be trading him in though. Um, if I had him, it'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll take 60 for, for a team that loses and worries to have a good draw. But no, I, w- I don't think I'd be trading him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lomax, he looked really good to me as well in that Dragons team. I was big on him to start the year. I think he is actually a premium center wing option. I just probably pivoted away from it because of their hard draw. Is he a thumbs up for you? 480k? Yeah, he's a thumbs up. Yeah, he's a thumbs up. I, was, I, was, I too was considering that at the start. Um, mm. I think he, well, two years ago, he averaged mid 60s. Yeah, and he looked good Dreams. in that game. It's a, you know they still have that terrible. And the fact that the dragons had a yeah, the fact that the dragons had a, a tough draw kind of turned me off him. So that's but yeah, thumbs up for him for sure. Yeah, um, Tyrell Sloan. He's also sort of around that price point. He's a fullback that you can pick in the center wing. He scored a seventy odd, I think. Um, he looked good. I think you know he tempted me a little bit after watching the charity shield, and I think you know. I think the hammer, his try was disallowed, wasn't it? But I think I prefer Sloan over the hammer as the fullback that you could pick in your centre wing. Yeah, I agree. I, I've gone hammer. I started off and I was pretty disappointed when the trial was disallowed. But, yeah, Sloan, 
he looks quite busy. Um, he gets his hands both sides of the field, gets involved where Hammer kind of just floats around. Um, but yeah, Sloan, um, yeah, he did look really good. So yeah, thumbs up for him. Uh, AFB, it was a pretty plottish type 51 from him. I think he downdated on the scores. I don't know. I mean, he looked like a pretty good option if you weren't going to spend the money on Haas. But I think because he's under 100K at the moment, higher in price, Haas, we can see the difference between Haas and AFB. Yeah, but I think the difference is more than 100K. That's the thing. So, yeah, I mean, he had 50 with a line break. Matt Lodge back next week as well. So I guess they'll be sharing some of the, the, the top minutes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really on... I'm, Thumbs down on, on AFB, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Haas and maybe some of your cheaper options like Arrow. Yeah, I mean, AFB, I think he's, what is he, five, is he 505? I think, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Haas at the moment, 590 something. So you can get it for under 100K. Bird, he looked pretty good. 61, I think, you know, he's got a bit of the Aiken feel to me, you know, and I think they're at a similar sort of price. And they've got the same jewel. Um, you know, he, he looked okay to me. Oh, yeah, he, he did. Um, he got a try, I'm pretty sure. Um, so 61 with a try, line break try. He's a bit nah, but I mean, tackle bus, um, offloads, backup goal kicker uh, when Lomax went off the field. I'm not that you're going to assume Lomax is off the field every week, but yeah, I had I, uh, Birdie last year when he moved to the back row and he was, he was gold. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I think Tarek Sims definitely on his way out. Um, yeah. So I think Bird's kind of locked into that position as well. Um, and probably, you know, the last couple, you know, I, I mentioned Meany. If he jags the wing spot, I, I, I should look up his price, but he, you think he's going to keep the goal kicking because he's a pretty accomplished, you know, goal kicker, isn't he? And if he lands a wing spot? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the Storm team is quite a few goals. Um, and I'm saying, why is it quite passive? Should be kicking here, but that's got them a Paps owner, obviously. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, if he gets the wing spot, the right wing for Melbourne haven't really historically scored that high. Um, apart from well, even when Bunavali was there, he'd score 20 tries a season, but still, you know, only average 50, 45. So I don't know. I, I think he's, I'm not too sure on his prize. I think he's mid yeah, 424. So, yeah, he's 424. Yeah. Probably don't see much value in it. Mm. So I, I think he's maybe a weight. If he, if he keeps a goal kicking, then I guess maybe he's going to be a consider. But if not, I'd, I'd be kind of staying away from him. And Tuolagi, what did you You know, 250, I think in that game, he looked like one of their best. I think he's probably locked. I feel confident that he's going to hold his spot. Yeah, yeah he was he was good. Um, again, contentious over how he didn't get that try. Well, he had it and then he got taken off him in yeah. updates. Oh, mate. Didn't like that. But um, but I mean, he passed the eye test, and he yeah, he passed the eye test. So yeah, thumbs up for him. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that's all the names that I've got in there. We've answered the questions that have come through. We'll finish our chat with the picture I sent through to you of Kimberly's team. You got to meet her tonight on my food order. She picked her team this week. Kim's. I'll tell you the what's going on with Kim's team and why you're picking her trades because it's all of you guys who are my guests on the show make her changes for her team. If she beats me for overall at the end of the year, she gets a month of 30-minute massage a day from me. So all of you oh, guys, you've got to win her. We've got to get the dub for her. 
and she's had a shocker this oh. week. She she left um, TPJ on field, and we were busy setting. She's bought a new business, and we were setting up her office space, and she didn't notice that TPJ was out. She's let him in his team. I don't even know what she scored this week, but have you had a look at the team for two trades for Kim Dubs uh, crew? Well, it depends on TPJ, obviously. Um, if he's out, I think he's going to be a trade out. Yeah. Um, potentially to Arrow if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, center wings. I mean, Sean Russell's going to be out, which means she has to. Ooh. Hmm. That'd be a problem, then, don't we? <laughs> yeah, she went thin on the bench. Uh, so initially, initially, when I was looking at it, I was thinking Madison to probably maybe an Aiken or Aiken probably to get to, you know, going to be the cash. Um, but we're going to need a center wing. Hmm. I mean, if you want to use a, tr- a trade boost, you can. <laughs> No, I don't want to. Don't want to use a trade boost. Don't want to do that. And I mean, she gains I'm, a bit. Okay, she so gains a bit from TPJ down to Arrow. But I don't want to do that if if TPJ is playing. So if TPJ is playing, I'm going to do Madison to Aiken. Yeah. And um, I don't want to give the person next week a, a problem with the center wing. <laughs> well, don't think about the point. Just think about yourself. That's how she plays super coach. She's a no, wild yeah, but, yeah, but we, but all our combined efforts have to I know, win her the massage. massage. The week. That's right. the thing. I know, I know you want her to fail. <laughs> but we don't. She thinks I did do that with the old no news on TPJ. <laughs> um, mm, what shape ones in there? I might do. If Russell's out for long enough, I'll do Russell to Cobo. All right. I think just to, just to get her some money making and, and, a, and a certain starter. Definitely. All right. So if TPJ is good to go, it'll be Maddo to Aiken and Russell to Cobo. Um, and if there's TPJ out, you'll go to Arrow. Yeah. And I guess keep Maddo. Yeah. Uh, keep <laughs> well, she loved Maddo's. A, she, when she was picking it, she was doing it on looks, and Maddo was her guy. She saw him in the budgies and the shirt off and all. So I don't think she's going to let go of Maddo. She's just going to, like, you know, she's going to ride him to the end. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, un- understandable. You uh, got the guns to show off as well. Yeah, she loves a bit of Maddo. I mean, she thought Cobo was cute as well. Um, so, you know, she'll get a Cobo, which will be nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Jake, it's been a pleasure to have you on and to answer some questions. Bit of a blow. I think I finished on 897. Hopefully, I'll at least update three points so I can go to 900. But it's only onwards and upwards. <laughs> Hopefully, what a bludger of a start. Yeah, you're right there. Absolute bludger. I mean, I'm ha- happy to, to come on, man. It was, it was good to talk to you. Um, fresh off uh off all the games i'm used to you know a couple of days to process what all my thoughts are but now it was good to kind of think on the go um so yeah it was, it was good to have to come on yeah no no worries i mean i'll i'll obviously start off my podcast going through the games but it was good to just throw fire some questions at you and 
I think we can both agree, you know, Hass, if you didn't start with Hass, that was probably an error. Get him in. <laughs> For sure. Beautiful. Thanks, Jake. I mean, I'll, I haven't even done a song to sing you out, but it'll, I'll record one and it'll sing you out. Oh, thank you very much. I look forward to it. Sorry that you had to pay me $20 because the Raiders got yeah. on top of your shark. Uh, I thought you, I thought you would have said that at the start of the show, but yeah, uh, I'm, I came through with my bet, Raiders beat Sharks. I yeah. thought I was about to be $20 richer. Well, yeah, so, I know. Uh, well, everyone was, everyone was like, you've got easy money there, Jake, but good on the green machine. Got the job done. Next time, don't worry. <laughs> You're a legend. I'll talk to you again soon, eh? See ya. Jake was on. Sorry I couldn't record anything better. I didn't have time, unfortunately. Listen to Jake, people. Don't panic trade yet. It's only round one. There's no price changes yet. But trade. If you need to get has. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Oh, didn't it? Bit of a remix. Singing songs on the end of the podcast.